cool. Uh, yeah. Are you? Are you? I'm good. You're good. Good to go. Alrighty. Phones on silent. Phones on silent. Phones on silent. G to G. Close the door. That's a good idea. Close the door. You were. Be a producer, James. <laughs> we're just the talent. We shouldn't have to think about these things. This is true. Yeah, talent. <laughs> Talentless hack. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Cool. Those who can't do it. Ouch. <laughs> Haven't heard that one before. <laughs> is it bad that like I now do teach PE too? So like those who can't teach teach PE. Is that? <laughs> You The real bottom of the rung there, aren't you? You were funny though. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. Teach a man not to defend him when he is the constant victim of brutal attack. I discharge my last duty as king. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. It really is. Welcome to How Did It Come To This, where the news that outrages is the history that engages. Sitting across from me is a woman who knows a dictator or two. It's Siobhan Doherty. Dobry dzien. Ooh. Yeah, that's hello in Belarusian. Well, there you go. Hey. I didn't know that. <laughs> and next to me is a man who hijacks children's laptops for money. It's James Suckwell. G'day. Hi, James. How you doing? If, if you don't understand that reference, it's because you don't know what James's other job is, which is the technical support officer at our school. Um, <laughs> this is the laptops. So he literally, <laughs> he literally does take the laptops. Uh, not for money, though. We want to clarify that was a joke. Well, no, it is for money. It's his job. Well, so he gets money for okay, it. Okay, yeah. But, yeah. He doesn't, he but doesn't, not from the children. He doesn't necessarily <laughs> hold them ransom, does he, I no. guess? <laughs> it's not extortion. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. It's legit. Le- Otherwise, you'd drive a better car, right? Oh. Oh. Ouch. Do I Ouch. I don't know. It's something European. <laughs> um, before we dive into this week's topic, um, I just thought we would uh, take a moment because uh, this this may, may in fact be our last episode for a little while. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it's not a sad reason. You sounded sad then. <laughs> It's just damn inconvenient, isn't it? Um, so, um, our lovely Siobhan uh-huh. is pregnant. Yes, and very pregnant is, is imminently about to have child. Yes, um, which could be, means could be during this episode. Who knows? <laughs> Let's hope Who not. Who knows? Uh, so, so, yeah. So we may we'll have a little break. Yeah, we may have a little break yep. until until things kind of settle down. Yep. Um, like. 24 to 48 hours should be fine. Okay, sure. <laughs> wow, that's um, <laughs> impressive. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> We're going to play I it look, by ear. I look forward to coming into the hospital and recording. New <laughs> <laughs> South Wales Health might have something to say about yeah, that. Yeah, possibly, think, possibly. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. All right. but, uh, <laughs> yeah, feel free to get some guests in though. Like, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I've, I've been thinking about it. I don't know whether we will or not. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, it yeah. could be fun though. It could be. Hmm. It could be. We'll see. See how yeah. we go. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> 
This week on How Did It Come to This, a land that has been fought over, settled and invaded, a developing nation that has emerged from the former Soviet Union, more Soviet than the Russians, a dictator who has been in power since 1994, keeping an iron grip after the Iron Curtain has fallen. Who is Alexander Lukashenko? Why is Belarus more Soviet than the Soviet Union? How does a country hijack a plane? Is Raman Pratsevich worth all the trouble? Are we heading for a new European conflict? Will I ever actually try a white Russian? And ultimately, <laughs> how did it come to this? Good intro. It really hit the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving that one. Wow. Yeah, no, okay. Uh, sure. Going out with a clang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you uh, if you haven't heard um, the, the news about uh, Belarus, uh some some major things happened. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's been fascinating looking at this. I um, yeah, when I first heard, I was like, oh okay, that's weird. Um, it, and then I heard more about it. I was like, mm, that's weird. Really strange. Um, yes. And and uh, the the more I've dug into it, the more I'm like, how is this happening? Mm, yeah, it's um, really weird. Like yeah. 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 So all right. So well, let's 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 get into let's it. Let's get into it. What um, happened? So uh, this is from the Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, from May 29. Um, it's called From Geek to Firebrand, Why Belarus Hijacked a Plane to Capture Raman Pratsevich. Uh, so in scenes described by furious Ryanair CEO Michael O'Leary as a state kidnapping, the autocratic long-term president of Belarus, uh, Alexander Lukashenko, dispatched a fighter jet to intercept a plane carrying 26-year-old dissident journalist Raman Pratsevich using claims of a bomb threat to force the commercial flight to land in Minsk, Belarus, instead of Vilnius, Lithuania. So, uh, yeah, so Belarus, the country, uh, has essentially diverted a commercial flight yep. um, to land in their country using a, a bomb threat. You, yeah, using very um, dubious means. Yeah, so they, yeah, they've been- uh, Made yeah, up a bomb threat. Made up a bomb threat. Yeah. Um, they said it was the Swiss- I think. It came via yeah the Swiss, via Switzerland, but they said that like the Swiss well, it was going the, to be Hamas. Uh, oh, I, I, I didn't remember. get into that much yeah, detail, but, anyway. but the Swiss <laughs> said that the email came through like after the plane had already been diverted. Like, so I think they must have sent an email to make it look legit, but the email was sent after the plane was already up there yeah, diverting. Crazy. So yeah, yeah so this this yeah. plane is diverted on its way to Lithuania mm. um, and, the, you know, we, we find out after the plane lands that uh, this this journalist, uh, Roman Pratasevich, uh, is escorted off the plane. He was heard saying on the plane, um, essentially, I like, I'm going to die here. Yeah. Um, well, I, like, I read that he sent um, emails or messages to his old, like, newspaper um, even from the airport saying, like, you know, someone's following me, like, and, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah so, so from Greece. So I yeah. read that um, the, the, there were five people that got off the plane. Oh. There was, there was um, Protasevich, yep. his girlfriend. Yep. And three other blokes. Right. So he was who are clearly <laughs> Who were clearly Belarusian agents. Agents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, I um, mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's one of the few times you could feel sorry for Hamas, right? <laughs> like, yeah, they didn't actually, like, didn't hey, actually do guys, anything. <laughs> this wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> <I> promise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this, yeah, this kind of leads us to ask the idea of, well, how did it come to this? Mm. Um, because 
Belarus. I mean, little I country that I haven't heard much about no, before. No, I don't know much about it at all. Um, I think when I was, yeah, when I started researching this, I was kind of like, oh, I've, I've heard the name Alexander Lukashenko before. Okay. I hadn't. Um, but that's just because I'm kind of a, I'm a Russophile. So like yeah. news about Russia often interests me. So I, yeah. I think a lot of it's kind of linked, which we'll find out in a minute. Yep. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to go back in time. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take us back to 1918. Yes. Not so, too far. Not too far. Yes. Um, we could have gone further, but I was like, that's, there's, <laughs> there's some. Resist the urge to yeah, get full we don't need geek. to, you know, yeah. Let's, so 1918, let's, yeah, let's, let's go. go. All right. Um, so, yeah, so 1918 uh, is the, the year when, uh, Belarus is uh, declared independent uh, from Russia. Okay, so like it's got a long as like, part of the fallout of World War One. Yeah, so yeah. there's a, there's a long um, a long history that the the land of Belarus has has been conquered and divided. Yeah. and and you know actually there is a fun fact that I have. I said oh. I wasn't going to have one, but this this is kind of fun fact. You ready? Fun go. Facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. With Siobhan. Just get it out of the way before yeah, we talk yeah. about the, all the human rights, rights abuses and sure, stuff like sure. that. Because, um, so Belarus is like a literal translation means like white Russian. Yes. Which is um, why I said which that is in why the intro. You said, yeah. And you should definitely try a white Russian. Okay. They're delicious. Um, <laughs> and the reason they're called that is because like ethnically they did remain white um, because they, unlike sort of the other uh, ethnicities and cultures sort of in their immediate surrounds, they didn't um, – uh, interact much with the Mongols. Yeah, right. And okay. so, yeah, yeah, like, so they, they they remained white and that's why they're white Russian. White Russians. Yeah. There you so go. There you go. Uh, that, is yeah. that is interesting. That, that is actually is a fun, fun fact. fact. right? <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, they, they, they're conquered by lots of different places. They end up in as part of the Russian kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so under the Tsar and all that jazz. Yep. Um, but, of course, World War One brings the breakup of the Russian Empire. Yep. Uh, and so in 1918, they they get to uh, they get to be their own their own nation for a little um, bit for, for just for just <laughs> for a little a, bit for a um, little bit. <laughs> uh, and so uh, it's because they were also like so during World One they're they're technically under German occupation. So like oh okay Germans yeah. invade yeah. Um, and then Belarus are like. Mm. We want to be our own country. And so yeah. they just declare themselves their own country yeah. under German occupation during that time. Yeah. Um, and they formed Which became the, official in Yeah, they formed the, yeah. the Belarusian People's Republic. Mm. Um, but then immediately after that, got the <laughs> other stuff happens. Russian Civil War. Uh, there's the Russian Civil War um, leading to, you know, um, all sorts of craziness going on. And, of course, uh, it's it's right next to Ukraine as well, so that mm-hmm. was a big part of the Russian Civil War as well. Um, and there was, um, I think they div- it divides up again, so like yeah. gets taken by um, Poland. Yeah, and well, it's um, like it's a it's a landlocked country, so it it's one of those ones where um, like its borders have been disputed and changed and uh, manipulated for a, a really really long time, yeah. and and yeah, frequently. So yes, yes. I think like the modern incarnation is is from thirty nine. Well, well, yeah. Like, so so d- during. Uh, well, so yeah, so during the the Second World War, um, essentially 
Germany and Russia yeah. begin fighting over the area. Yes. Um, so the, the Nazis take it mm. first because mm. they take Poland, yeah. which includes part of Belarus. Yeah. Um, and then Russia obviously pushes Germany back. Yeah. Uh, and after the end of World War II, um, pretty much it's just – subsumed into yeah. the Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, so technically as part of the Soviet Union, it was its own Soviet. Yeah, it was a, it was a founding constituent republic. Yes. Um, is the phrasing um, so that I've got there. Yeah, from, so unsure, from 1922. Just yeah. quickly, if you're unsure of what um, what happened in the Soviet Union, so mm-hmm. Russia was, you know, the, the mother Soviet. Mm-hmm. So a Soviet is just the council, by the way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Russian word for council. Um, and so um, – the Soviet Union was like a union of councils, essentially. Mm. So it was like a bunch of countries that essentially formed together to make a, a giant a communist block. block. Yeah. Okay, so that's where the, the term communist yeah. block comes from too. So but in terms of like independence well, and all, things like yeah, that, so, there's like... So the, the idea was that each Soviet would t- take care of its own land and whatever, mm. um, but then they would give most of their produce to Russia, Russia. who would then redistribute, mm. um, but also all of Evenly their Evenly and foreign, fairly. Oh, well, I mean... yeah. Evenly and fairly. We all know how that went. <laughs> um, so, but also yeah. their their foreign policy was set by Moscow as yes. well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that, independent but not independent. Independent but not independent. Yeah. Uh, and then in uh, nineteen ninety one. Um, oh, can we just like how do you sorry, think yes, how go. do you think they fared during World War Two? How did they fare? Yeah. Mm. Just just if you had to like have a guesstimate. James is putting his thumb down. Yep. I don't I don't think they went very well. <laughs> no, they lost about a quarter of their population and about half of their economic resources during World War Two. Ouch. Yeah, just from kind of being in the middle of Russia well, and Germany. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, they were definitely they were right, right in the middle. Right in, yeah, that spot. In that so, line of fire. Yeah, yeah not good. Yeah, so not good. Yeah, um, yeah so, yeah, 1990 <laughs> and 1991, of course, mm. uh, Russia is going through its- Collapse? Well, yeah. So, well, I mean, Soviet it, yeah, Union. Collapse, I mean, it, yeah. yeah. The Soviet Union is, is, is kind of, yeah, Russia is is instituting oh. the policies of, of Glasnost. James and, is highlighting the word dissolution for me just to it, really- it, Yeah. Um, <laughs> so essentially, um, yeah, Russia is becoming more open. Yeah. Um, and so they decide to dissolve mm. the Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Belarus- um, Become, there's some pro-independent movements yep. um, in Belarus and, and um, they, yeah, they changed with the, with the support of the Communist Party, they changed their name to the Republic of Belarus in mm-hmm. August of 1991. Yep. Um, and then and, 1994 is when they, yeah, yeah they, they get a new constitution yeah. in 1994. So, yeah. like, they, they spend quite a few years actually thinking about what they, yeah, what they want to do. Yeah, that's a long time, isn't it? It is a long time. It is a long time. To be working um, on a constitution. Like, I, it's, I'm not mad about it. Like, I think constitutions need to be thought about very carefully. But that seems like a long time to just kind of be, like, who was in charge over those three years and what was going on. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. So, um, and so um, before we before we kind of launch into – because um, in 1994 is when Lukashenko becomes, becomes president. The only, um, the first and only free and fair elections <laughs> that Belarus has Yeah, had. so before yeah. we get to that, I thought we might just maybe jump back another little bit and okay. talk about Lukashenko. Yes. Um, because he... Because um, he's a really nice guy. We just <laughs> want to talk about him. He just seems um, like, yeah. So he's born in, in 1954, so height of Soviet Russia, um, and he um, goes straight into the military. 
Um, did after you read his about studies. his like parentage and like? I did read about his parentage. Bit about that. Like, yeah, did, yeah. What do you got? No one knows who dad is. No one knows who dad no, is. No, there you go. So, um, yeah, raised by his mum, who um, I think quite poor and um, unskilled yes. labor sort of stuff like that, and he was bullied at school because of that. Right, right. Um, the prevailing theory is that his dad was like a Roma. Um, gypsy who was passing through, kind of. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I thought that was very interesting that yeah, he's yeah. he's risen to where he is. Um, you know, despite very um, what's the word? Uh, beginnings. He's he's very humble beginnings. That's right, the phrase sure. okay, I was yes, after. Okay, humble yeah, yeah. beginnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh, and so. Yeah, so no, but he, he graduates from university yeah. um, after studying agriculture, essentially, hmm. which leads me to, so he goes, yeah, he goes into the military, um, which, you know, that was almost kind of what you did for the most part, if you needed a decent job yeah. in the Soviet Union, yeah. join the military. Yeah. Um, just as an aside, like I've, I've just recently discovered that um, – if you were any sort of sports person mm. in the Soviet Union, oh. you signed a contract to become yeah. an army officer mm. and you had to be in the army. I think it was 10 years you signed the contract for right. 10 years to be an army officer. Mm. So even if you like, so there were a couple of guys on like the Olympic ice hockey team who yeah. um, were like, I want to leave, but they couldn't leave because they're in the army. For Is that 10 years. how they kept them That's there? That's how they kept them there. Ah. Right. So, um, but yeah, so you join. Like, yeah, if you want, if you want a decent career, you join the army because yeah. it was, you know, the way forward. It was solid work, yeah. and and you know they they wanted everyone to mm. be there. But uh, yeah, he uh, he becomes a an instructor in the political department of the military, mm. uh, and he he led the all union Leninist Young Communist League. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, they're, they're so good having like catchy names for this. <laughs> sure, uh, and he was the the deputy political officer of the 120th Guards Motor Rifle Division, mm-hmm. which was based in Minsk, which is the capital city of Belarus. Yes. Um, but then he li- so he leaves the military uh, in 1979. So he was only in there for like four years mm. or so. Yeah, um, and he he basically becomes the the head of or I think he's the deputy for deputy chairman of um a collective farm. Yeah. Yeah. Um which of course a lot of the minor Soviet nations mm. were collective farms essentially, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um so collectivization was the idea that you um every farm pull your resources. Yeah, every farm farms together essentially. Yeah. Um and then everything you harvest goes to goes to the state. Yeah. And then, yeah, evenly and fairly distributed back to you. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> sure. In theory. Yeah. yeah in yeah, theory. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so he's he's director of, of, of that, that state farm after mm-hmm. a little while, um, which I can only imagine would have been uh, like – you know, being the head of one of these collectivized farms would have been be a, stressful a tough job. job. Yeah, yeah, you've got be, lots of targets to meet. Be, and, yeah, yeah, targets to meet. Um, you're probably not going to meet those quotas because no, they're ridiculous. Um, collectivization was was actually not great for farming. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. What do you mean that <laughs> you know, farming the earth to within an inch of its life is not good for the output that you're ultimately sure, achieving I mean, <laughs> from that piece of land? What do you mean by that? I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just make it grow, damn it. Um, yeah. I, look, it, you know, uh, but he does that for about 10 years. Yep. Uh, and in 1990, he is elected deputy to the Supreme Council of the Republic of Belarus. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's... He's essentially uh, on the, you know, in, in the body that is going to decide on mm. constitutions and 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 Probably, that, yeah, could see what was coming and yeah, decided so, to get well, a seat at the table. He, apparently, he had a he had acquired a reputation as an eloquent opponent of corruption. Yeah, I read that. Um, yeah, but I fu- okay. So what happens next then? Like yep. in 1993, so he is elected president in 1994, right? Yes, he is. In 1993, he calls out 70, I think it was yep. 70 senior government officials. So I guess that answers my question of who was in charge from like 1991 to 1993. Um, it was essentially the Communist Party officials that had been in Belarus before yeah, yeah. remained in charge while they sorted yeah, their crap and out, yeah, right? Yeah, just like an interim sort of government. Yeah. Yeah, calls out corruption on um, 70 officials. So yeah. basically you just accuse everyone who's already in charge of, of being corrupt um, with two um, – High up examples of um, their, their names: Stanislav Shukadev and the Prime Minister Vyacheslav Kabish. Sure. Would you say that? Uh, like? cool. Yeah. Okay. My Russian's rusty. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So stealing state funds for personal gain. Um, there was absolutely zero merit in his accusation, but if you sling enough mud. It'll stick, so they had to resign. Yep. And basically, it's just like you're just hitting all the skittles out of the way. It's, he did a Bradbury. He, <laughs> he yeah. did a Stephen Bradbury. He definitely did <laughs> to become president in 1994. Like it's genius. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah well so, played, good sir. Well, like, I mean, in in that in that election, there's six other candidates, uh-huh. um, and they campaign as you know. Um, well, most of them campaign as independents. Um, some of them are part of the Communist Party. Some of mm. them run on like democratic ideals. Yeah. Um, but Lukashenko runs on a populist yeah. platform. Yeah. Um, which you know isn't that always the way of dictators? Yeah. Um, He's just a nice guy. Look how charismatic and appealing he is. Um, but the the men you mentioned before, mm. uh, Shushkevich and Kebich, <laughs> yeah, they run, yeah, um, with Kebich regarded as the clear favourite, mm. um, but Lukashenko wins forty five point one percent of the vote, yeah, uh, Kebich receives seventeen point four percent, so. Um, and then they, like in some countries, they have a, a, a runoff. Second round, so yeah. There's a second round of votes. Yeah. Uh, and Lukashenko gets 80% of the vote mm. in the second round, which mm. is. Just between him and Kebich. Just between him and Kebich. Yeah. And it's like, that's that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, I didn't find anything saying that that, that election was rigged. Did no, you? No, 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 well, no. What I read was they were like. Actually, that was actually they were fair. legitimate elections. Yeah. Um, but I think. You know, he, he, like you said before, he had a reputation for eloquence, which is like all of these um, like personal characteristics and attributes that dictators have, right? Like, sure, sure. You know, charming and charismatic and he was Seems probably- Seems to be doing a good job. Doing a good job. Yep. Look at how successful he was with that collective farm yep. and uh, saying all the right things. And um, yeah, it, it was only sort of over time because the original constitution, I think, um, allowed for two five-year terms. Yep. And so it was only- 
as he was en- nearing the end of that, that like he would change the constitution. I think he changed it so that it would be a seven-year term. Yeah, so he changes. Uh, they have a referendum in 1995. Yep. Um, and there were f- oh, there were four questions on that referendum. Let me just see if I can see where I'm looking here. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, yeah, so there were there were four questions on that. I'm pretty sure one of them was about the terms mm, for how um, how long it would be, and then like how many they could have, and like, and that. So the the results of that referendum mm. were very much disputed. Yeah, um, and yeah. they impeach him. <laughs> um, so in the summer of 1996, really 199 <laughs> members of the Belarusian parliament signed a petition to impeach mm. Lukashenko on charges mm. of violating the constitution. Yeah. Um, and then there was another referendum, um, in which another four questions were, were issued. Mm. Uh, there was, uh, you know, social issues. There's probably um, like three really boring mundane things. Yeah. And then like one sneaky thing that was worded really carefully and like you just slip it in there that. Yep. <laughs> uh, and on the 23rd of November, it was announced that 70.5% of the voters of an 84% turnout had approved the amended constitution. Um, and both the U S and the EU refused to accept yeah. the legitimacy of the referendum. Yeah. Um, and so then after that, Lukashenko convenes the new parliament from the people who are loyal to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing to me how these people survive. Like if you've got, how many did you say? Like 190 other, like. 199. Not 199 people calling for your impeachment and like you still manage to survive that. Crazy. Like, it's really interesting to me. Um, and it's, I guess it's like that I'd like you just double down <laughs> like, you know, where, where a rational normal person would be like, Oh, they've got me here. They just double down these like people like this yeah, yeah. and somehow survive. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so like the, the thing I, the thing I read about him that I was like, this is just the height of like, this is the, the height of a dictator yeah. thinking I can do whatever the hell I want whatever I when want. he elects, himself essentially chairman of the Belarusian Olympic Committee. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Which like to me, like I've always, I've always looked at the Olympic committees of countries and thought, mm. how do I get that job? Because okay. it seems to me that people who are in the international Olympic committee. So if you yeah. if you are the head of a country's Olympic committee, yeah. you get to be part of the IOC. Right. Right. And if you're part of the IOC, yeah. that is a sweet gig, my friend. Yeah. Because they fly you around the world because uh-huh. it's all funded by sports yeah. governing bodies around the yeah, world. True. So you go to all the world championships, mm-hmm. you know, you go to all the, all the big matches that are on. Yeah. Uh, they, they put you up in nice hotels. You get to, you know, you go to the, the Olympic venues yeah. that people are, you know, wanting to show you, you know, mm. we want to host the Olympics, come here yeah. and, and the see whining, how the good dining, that the we schmoozing. are. Right. Yeah. That is yeah. a gig. Yeah. Except you'd have to watch the sport though, right? Well, I mean, I, you know, sure. <laughs> For there, me, there that's are other the... people other than you, Siobhan. Nah. Um, <laughs> Do I have to go to the game though? It's so boring. <laughs> oh, come on. You'd, you'd go to the Olympics, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, maybe some of it. <laughs> some of it. Nothing can make yeah, soccer just, exciting for he, me. He elects himself 
to the chairman um, in 1997. Yeah. Um, and he just, just like. Just does it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I want that job. I want that job. <laughs> Why not? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, I, I did some reading. It might uh, shock you to find out that he's an anti-Semite, a homophobe and a misogynist. Does that, that does, shock you? That does not shock me. I'm shocked. In, in, any, so in any way. He said some pretty crazy has, things. He has said. Now, um, look, when I, was, when I was doing my initial research, <laughs> I was reading the Wikipedia article because mm. I like to start with Wikipedia. Yes. And the thing that really caught my eye was in the left-hand side was like the, you know, what are the what are the major points? What are the he- subheadings of, of Lukashenko? Yes. yes. And one of the subheadings that caught my eye was remarks about Adolf Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. I was like, oh, that's We're going juicy. There. Um, what did he say? What? Well, <laughs> shall I tell you what he said? Yes, please. Um, in 1995, Lukashenko made a remark in which he named Adolf Hitler as a role model for his presidential system in Belarus. Yep. His quote was, the history of Germany is a copy of the history of Belarus. <laughs> Germany was raised from ruins thanks to firm authority and not everything connected with that well-known figure Hitler was bad. German ordered... Oh, sorry, German order evolved over the centuries and attained its peak under Hitler. <laughs> and he's refused to retract he that, refused hasn't to retra- he? Yeah. He refused yeah. to retract it. Yeah. And um, but he said, he said, look, some of the consequences of Hitler's leadership style in foreign policy, they, they were bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like the word he used was bad. bad. <laughs> it's not funny. It hurts. I know. It hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So this is why he is, like, known as Europe's last dictator, really. That's what media call him. Sure. Because, um, yeah, I was trying to think. I'm like, I can't think of any other country in Europe. Like, Russia is, like, maybe another one where I'm rapidly, like, drawing up um, – a list of countries that I can't, can't probably can't go to now, but sure. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so he's known as the, like the last dictator and I was trying to think of another sort of dictatorial European country and other than oh, Russia, Russia is probably it. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe Turkey, but is that, that's borderline yeah. Europe too, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's only, is that recently? Like, you know, they were, they were pretty good for a while. They, Turkey, were, they were good they? for a while. Yeah. Erdogan's not been great. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that Lukashenko has done that mm. is just he's, he is just a downright a dictator. Yeah, um, I don't even think he's trying to hide it. Like really, no. um, yeah. And Belarus is the last Euro- uh, European country to use the death penalty. Yeah, uh, which means we can link this back to an earlier episode of ours from season one. We can. Uh, are not a member of the European Union, but not aspiring to be either. No, they don't really <laughs> so care. They don't care. Um, <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah, I think, um, yeah, look, he, he's he's definitely, like, he's backed by Russia mm. to the hilt. Yeah. Um, Although I read that um, the personal relationship between him and Putin is actually strained. Okay, strained. Yeah. yeah I he didn't, must have done something to. He must have, yeah, annoyed him. Sure. Yeah. but It's probably not hard. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, look, over over his, his many terms, he's now in his sixth Mm. Uh, term as president. Uh-huh. Um, so he does, um, they're, they're essentially five-year terms that he, yeah, um, that the president gets. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, here you go. I found it. Okay. So the 1996 referendum extended Lukashenko's term for two additional years. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so he, he, he just keeps like, Every time he's up for re-election, he just keeps promising the world. Mm. Um, so I read during his second term, uh, he promises to raise standards of farming, social benefits, increase industrial output of Belarus. 
um, and he wins 75% of the vote. Um, and look, it just gets, it gets mm. crazier from mm. there. Well, um, there was an election recently. Um, yeah. And was it last year, 2020? It was. Um, it was. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. It was at the same, pretty much the same time that Donald Trump was, was oh, running. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I did read there was a lot of people like drawing, compare, parallels. drawing parallels between mm. the two because um, this current election is interesting in a couple of ways because, mm-hmm. um, again, all of the results are disputed. Mm um because he, he how much does he win by um it's I, just, I just read landslide yeah it's something yeah. ridiculous again i can't remember exactly yeah. how much it was i did have mm-hmm. the figure before but um yeah he he yeah he does he wins in a landslide mm. um and everyone is pretty much like yeah. no well he's not recognized um, um by the uk the european union or the us as the legitimate president of belarus so yeah they're your big three, I would say. Yeah, so he, but so he's like, yeah, eighty uh, percent. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks, Seems James. Seems to be the magic number, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, like, too, it's it's enough that you're like, see, everyone loves yeah. me, but it's yeah. also like, but there were people who voted against me. Can yeah. you see that? Yeah, twenty percent of them, and don't worry, I am tracking them down to find out why they don't like me, <laughs> and I'm going to try and address that. Yeah. <laughs> because that's just the guy that I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. a good guy. Sure. Mm. Um. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, so. Um. I mean. There. Yeah. There'd been protests before mm. against Lukashenko's. Mm. You know. Um. Reign. And. Um. I was reading about. Uh, um. Oh, what's his name? I've forgotten it now. Raman Protasevich. Roman. Uh. Yeah. He. Uh. When he grew up. So he was born. In ninety-five. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's born in Lukashenko's reign. Yes. And. One of the things that happens is he's, he, as he's growing up, um, he um, is with a school friend mm. and they see a protest. There was a flash mob against Lukashenko okay. and the flash mob did a slow clap. Yeah. Um, where they okay. just stood outside the parliament building yeah. and people just started showing up doing a slow clap yeah, yeah. for the government. Yeah. Um, which like wow. that's, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and so him and his friend were just standing on a on a chair mm. um watching yeah. what was going on and mm. they got arrested. Yeah. Um so like he wasn't even joining in. No, just uh, got arrested to be and there. he was like, that was the moment that yeah that kind of showed me So this is like I because I was reading a lot about Lukashenko and then I was kind of like, hang on, why am I reading about him? I want to read about the guy who's been arrested. Like, so yeah, 26 years old, um, an opposition activist since his youth, as you just said, he's a former editor, editor in chief of Nexta, which is like, um, some like opposition newspaper. I'm like, that's just so courageous. Like I'm trying to think about what I was doing when I was 26 and like it, I, I just don't know if it's something that I would be capable of doing. Um, sure. So he like studied journalism at the Belarusian State University, but he was yep. kicked out in yep. 2018. He's moved to Poland in 2019 and he's since asked for like political, well, he's asked for political asylum from Poland. He's been put on a terrorist list as of November 2020. His parents had to leave because they knew that um, like the government's obviously after him and that they could use his parents 
to hurt him. Sure. So they they I think they're in Poland as yep. well. Yep. Um, and it's just yeah, so courageous. It is. So yeah. um, one of the things he's done. So like now that we're getting in, this this, mm. this is going to lead st- direct, like straight. Rarely, in. we're actually going to lead directly into go. the news. <laughs> the news item here. Um, we're getting good just to finish. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he started. So there's this this app um, called um, Telegram. Mm. Um, and Telegram is something that you can use to, um, you know, post messages on and, and whatever. Yeah. And, and they were use they're using it in Belarus. So um, he has a Telegram channel called Belarus on the Brain, yep. in which he talks about the things that um, Lukashenko is doing that are dodgy, things that the government are doing that are that are dodgy. Yeah. But crucially, he's using it to um, tell protesters where to go. Um, to meet, but also when things are about to get rough. Um, yeah. And so like if the police are coming, he then posts a message as well and everyone disperses. Yeah. So he's, he's helping like, protesters really, yeah. do the protesting essentially. Safely. <laughs> yeah. So he's yeah. not, he's not technically there. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's in Poland or other places around the place and mm. he is, um, uh, yeah. So Just, it, yeah. It, like helping to coordinate. coordinate. Yeah. And so that's, that's what got him on the terrorism mm. list. Mm. Right. So, yeah. um, there's been since since the 2020 election. There's been mass protests yes. happening quite a bit. Um, yeah, and the, and um, Lukashenko. Um, one of the crazy things that um, happened with Lukashenko was that just after the election, um, there are videos of him walking around with That's machine right. guns. Yeah. Um, talking about, you know, those protesters will get them mm. like, you know, mm. and like, like flying in a helicopter over protesters with a gun in his hand, yeah. like not shooting yeah. or anything, but just kind of like just the imagery, like, you know, yeah. just, just, you know, not even vaguely threatening, just very overtly threatening. Overtly threatening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so there's, there's definitely um, like, you know, I, I think the, um, the yeah, the, the protesters, obviously need saving from yeah. their dictator yeah. president well, who is carrying a machine gun openly yeah. looking for violence. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, and that, yeah, that leads us to that. There's lots of things happening against Lukashenko and the ministers, lots of, um, lots of kind of sanctions and things um, happening. The International yeah. Olympic Committee decided to exclude all members of the Belarusian Olympic Committee until Good. further notice. Thank you. So he doesn't get his cushy IOC job. Good. Thank you. <laughs> um, I know the US are issuing sanctions. Um, the United Nations, uh, sorry, Amnesty International has called for their release saying the arrest of um, Roman and his girlfriend are, is arbitrary and unlawful um, and the circumstances are nothing short of horrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there were, there were uh, apparently there was apparently an attempt on his life, Lukashenko's life, yeah, um, which led him to crack down and mm. and actually I think I, I, I did dictatorial laws. I read about power. that because that was part of what he was saying, like his anti-Semitism. Like he was he he th- thinks it was the Americans, but also like the Jewish diaspora is behind it all. Right, of course <laughs> they are. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the Jewish American lobby preparing an assassination of Lukashenko. Oh, right, because yeah. all those Jews in America, they really want him dead. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> but it's 
Like I, I, I do, again, love it how these dictators, it, it probably never happened, but the threat or like, um, you know, coming up with an assassination attempt just gives you the legitimacy to crack down <laughs> he, a little bit on yeah, some that's right. and so he's, civil rights. He's, he, yeah, he's, he's brought in like all these presidential decrees mm. and the most one of the most recent ones was on May 9. He, he signed a decree called On the Protection of Sovereignty, Sovereignty and Constitutional Order mm-hmm. in which if he dies – Military law is immediately enacted mm-hmm. and his closest advisors, the Security Council, mm. um, will take complete control mm-hmm. and then will organise a new presidential election, yep. apparently. Yeah. Um, well, he's grooming his son to take over. That's another thing I read. That So, um, yeah. So maybe that's that's the idea. Like they'll they'll hold hold control until he can they can bring his son in. Mm. Like it's yeah yeah. <sighs> which um yeah which then yeah so that leads us to yeah he he just he person so we know now he personally ordered the arrest the arrest yeah. and the flight to be brought down. Yes, it's and he uh, there was another city I forget. I, probably can't even pronounce the name of it, that was much closer, but it was like, no, he will come to Minsk. Yep. Um, and, yep. yeah, so. And so uh, I did hear on another podcast this weekend um, that um, this was from the the Planet America podcast um, where they were talking about the, um, so the Belarusians are like, well, look, we did it, but hang on a second, you guys did it too. What do you mean? Right, well, mm. when... Um, when Edward Snowden yes, okay, was yep. uh, leaking yep. things yep. and he fled to Russia. Yep. And so he was sitting in the Russian airport applying for asylum in like mm. a bunch of different countries, just yep. hoping, just, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Scattergun um, approach. Because, because Putin had said, look, you can, you can have asylum here except you can't keep posting material. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. Snowden was like, no. Like, I'll see if I can get a better offer. I'm going to I'm going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. And so then I can't rem- oh, I can't remember who it was now. It was a South American country mm. that um you know was like, well, maybe you could come to us, right? Yeah. Um and he was in the the leader of that country was in Moscow at the time. Mm. Um mm, it's convenient. Right? Yeah. Gets on a plane, yeah. his private plane to yeah. fly home. Yeah. Um but as they're flying they had to refuel. They couldn't just yeah. fly straight home. They had to refuel yeah. in – they were trying to refuel in Spain, I think, okay. was, was where they were trying to go. Yeah. But as they're in the air, um, the uh, pretty much every European country says, I'm sorry, you can't land here. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and they're like, well, what do you mean? They're like, no, you can't land anywhere. And then Austria says, come to Vienna. Yeah. You can land here and refuel. Good on you, Austria. No, no. Okay, sorry. As soon as they got to Austria, Austrian authorities board the plane yeah, um, and search for Edward Snowden. Oh, wow. But he wasn't on the plane. He wasn't, no, okay. Right, so yeah. Belarus, Belarus is like, see? Yeah. You did well, it too? I mean, I mean granted, wrong, it's a vastly, well, it's a vastly like, different situation, yeah. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Um, you are literally just arresting a guy yeah. who is an enemy of your state. Like, I don't know. It just, yeah. Mm. I feel like it's a little different. Um, he hasn't actually committed any crimes. No. Snowden well, well. <laughs> Snowden technically committed treason. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's, I don't know. That's tell a story me what you for think. a different time. Look, tell me what you think about it. You can you can hit me up on Gmail. Yeah. Um, how did it come to this podcast at gmail.com? Yep. I'm happy to take any 
uh, questions or yep. or uh, you know or, uh, any, divergent any thoughts. theories. Yes, yes, yeah. I'm I'm definitely. We love some. We do. Yeah, definitely some historical debate. We do. We do. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, uh, that's all I had. Did you have anything else? No, to add? no, that was it. Other than just seeing like the the Ryanair plane is just uh, bringing back some memories. Have you ever flown on Ryanair? I haven't before? flown on Ryanair. Oh, Ryanair is like ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, but like it's it's like seven dollar flights and stuff sometimes, yeah. isn't oh, it? So 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 yeah. so 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 cheap, which is why people do it. But like yeah. like once I was on a Ryanair flight and whenever when they landed, everyone clapped. <laughs> <laughs> we made it, guys. <laughs> once I was having an asthma attack and I was coughing and I could not breathe, and my friend went to get me water and they made her pay for it. Wow. <laughs> So, yeah, it's really no frills. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, All right. that's personal aside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, that's, that's how, how it came, came to this. this. As always, you can catch us by email. How did it come to this podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at HDICTT Podcast. If you like the show, remember to leave us a review if you can. How Did It Come To This is written by Daniel Matters and Siobhan Doherty. Our producer is James Huckwell, edited by Daniel Matters. Original music by Lachlan McWhorter. Um, I've just finished Sanderton, which is like Sanderton. 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 Jane Austen. You guys wouldn't be interested. Um, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. Um... What else? Oh, Smother. It's like an Irish thriller that I've been watching. Oh, yeah. Smother. 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 So you have missed us, right? Missed you guys? Yeah, Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) When I said we're doing this, I had to do some research. I was like, oh, man, I've got to read something. Gotta mean I gotta work. Terrible. Ugh, the worst.